Welcome to Fangirl Happy Hour for Tuesday, June 30th, 2015. Today we're kicking back to talk about our favorite media from the second quarter of 2015 and then diving into the things we're looking forward to in the second half of the year. We'll wrap up the Recommendation Fest with even more recommendations, picking our very favorite thing so far all year in a couple of different categories. With me to gush about media today... Anna! Hey, Supernova Princess, how it's shaking. Oh, hello! (laughs) You like my new nickname for you, Supernova Princess? I love it! I think you should get like a plaque for your desk. Oh, yes. Oh my god, that would be so lovely. I'm kissing myself. Hello! So we have some things. We have some things to talk about. I'm good. I mean, I guess. It's hot everywhere. It's it's hot in England! It's hot in England. It's hotter. It's hotter in England now than it is in Brazil. Although, granted, in Brazil it's winter, but it's funny because in England it's like twenty-four, and in Brazil it's twenty-two. And here everybody's like naked, and in Brazil everybody's wearing coats and scarves. Yes, we've devolved talking about the weather. That's how interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting yeah. life is for us right now. Let's talk do, about the weather. And now I, the weather. <laughs> I do live in England. I have been fully integrated. So, you know. I'm just, it's hot everywhere. My friend Rose, who wants me to move to Portland. She's the, she's been on the move to Portland bandwagon for quite a while now. She was talking about putting an AC unit in her apartment. And I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> it's supposed to not be hot in Portland. What are you doing? <laughs> She's like, we're supposed to have this heat wave. I'm like, I'm not going to survive global warming. It's going to follow me wherever I go, no matter what. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. if I move to Portland and nobody hears from me again, it's because I'm melted. So we have some business. Would you like to cover it? Business number uno is uh, the podcast list that we uh, we ask our listeners and friends to recommend podcasts that they listen to. And we compiled a list with 81 recommendations. Yes. Is that yes, correct? It, yeah. Yes. At le- I mean, I might have miscounted, but I think it's 81. So, and we posted that on the blog with uh, all the links. And they all look, sound really good. I've started listening to one of them already, and it's kind of like I'm completely obsessed. But we will get to that with my recommendations. Anyway, so. And uh, and item number two is, you know, Book Smugglers Publishing published um, our second story in the um, first contact season. The story is The Merger, a romantic comedy of intergalactic business negotiations, indecipherable emotions, and pizza by Sundil Patel and it's you know as you can tell a comedy and it's science fiction first contact aliens and it's super cool and we will also include a link you can read the story for free on the blog disclaimer disclaimer if you buy that story and money will go into Anna's pockets please buy her story so money goes into her but also 50% royalties goes to the author as well so that's really cool too so you know just a disclaimer so nobody would be like hey guys what what, what gives (laughs) nothing gives we just disclaimed it we want you to give Anna money that's all exactly thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) so she can buy so she can hire an assistant so she can work on the podcast full time that's really what this is about yes we can have one episode every week. Oh, God, do not even hint. <laughs> Charles is going to come out of the woodwork and be like, you said if this happened. Um, I, I got to sit down. I'm already sitting down. I need to sit down again. <laughs> Our whole 
episode is about pretty much recommendations. Stuff we've liked because we're lazy. It's hot and we're tired. So we're so tired. We just was like, let's just tap out of topics. We'll get yes. to those later. Let's just talk about stuff we've liked. That's easy. Yes. So we both made lists of five things from the last quarter. So April, May, and June of stuff we liked. Yes. Do you want to go first, Anna? I can. I can. So I will start with Mad Men. So Mad Men came to an end a couple of months ago. Last episode of the final season aired. And I've watched the entire thing as it aired in the past eight years of my life. And uh, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's kind of like hated. I hated all characters or most of them, especially the guys. You are, I'm pretty sure you are supposed to hate them because of all the sexism, sexism, misogyny and patriarchy because, you know, it's a bad thing. And I think the show has shown a really interesting look at America in the 50s and 60s and almost up to the 70s. I think the show ended in 1969, if I'm not mistaken. And it ended really well. I was very, very satisfied with how it ended, with how the female characters came to their full stories. If you never watched Mad Men, if you were always like, you know, I will I watch it? Won't I watch it? I would recommend watching it. It's it's a fabulous show. I really I really loved it. I was satisfied with how it ended. What about you, Renee? What's your first recommendation? Did you ever watch Mad Men? Try to watch Mad Men? No, I didn't have cable, so I had no access. Were you ever curious? No. Okay. It just looks old. It just looks old. Yes. I'm just so not interested in histor I'm just really not interested in historical fiction at all, in any form. It's really a problem. I, it's, uh, which is really weird, right? Because I like yes. history. Yeah. I have a history degree. <laughs> You would think that I would like media set in the past, but no, I don't actually at all. It's really frustrating to have everybody around me. I might try it one day because, like everything else, I have a list yeah. of things that I might try if I get, you know, incredibly bored, but we'll see. I loved it. I love me and my partner, we watched the whole thing together, and I have a, th a thing for John Hamm. The guy who plays on Draper. Mm. We have here in this house um, a scale of beauty. On the John Hamm scale, there is no one there it's apart just, from John Hamm. It's it's just just him. Just, it's How just is him. the scale then? That seems more like... <laughs> because like my father always asks me, so on a scale from whatever to in the, the, the John Hamm scale of beauty, where does this person fall? And I said, it, they don't. <laughs> John Ham's John Ham. And it has anyway, a type. It's, it's the it's the it's the it's the voice. The I don't voice. know his hair. I don't know his voice. It's, I don't know the, his face. Who is this guy? That I don't oh my know. god. <gasps> oh god. I feel like I just lost <laughs> I feel like I just lost the call pop culture point. <laughs> Who the hell is John Ham? Like <laughs> you're over there having a heart attack. To close your okay. browser, do not bring up images. <laughs> We're not going down this rabbit hole right now. I'll look it up later. Please, please do, do yourself a favor. Okay, so my first thing is a movie called Wild. Uh, Wild is based on a book by Cheryl Strayed. It stars Reese Witherspoon. 
Uh, a few years ago, Witherspoon started a company called Pacific Standard with Bruna Papandrea because studios were not developing projects for women at all. And Wild was part of this experiment, and it was actually really good. I didn't expect it to be that good because it's just a movie about a woman walking a trail and like reliving her past and sorting out her relationship with her mother. I think it's really interesting. I kind of wonder how some other people like view this movie because I watched this I watched this movie and the experience was really interesting because like the whole movie there's this whole creeping looming feeling of the threat of sexual assault that women live under. Yeah. Because I mean it's a movie about a woman walking a trail in the yes. wilderness by herself. And I just kind of wonder if like, I was the only one who watched it like that. It didn't like ruin the movie or anything, well, but it's just really fascinating. That I, I like, I was I tense the whole time. I was like, "Oh God, please, no, no!" And then it almost ha- like it almost happens, and then it, maybe it doesn't. And then may- like, I was like, "Oh, I had to get up and leave the room." I was like, "I was just so tense that whole movie," but I really I, enjoyed it. The reason why I have not watched the movie is that is that fear. Well, because I will just I, spoil I, it now and say, "Don't worry about it." Okay. I would provide a trigger warning for like one scene, but nothing goes wrong okay right my next pick is a comic it's beach planet by kelly sue deconic and valentine delandro and it's a it's a science fiction futuristic dystopia kind of thing and it's set in a on a planet where women are sent to it's kind of like a prison planet and it's full of people of color it's mostly women of color who are sent to this prison. It's, it's basically this whole comics is is a is a critical look at our society right now and how we could extrapolate into a future where women are dominated and it's not a good future at all. But it's easy to see the things that are happening right now how they could devolve. But it's a really interesting story. If you like Orange is the New Black. And you like the, the way that things run in that prison and all the characters, dynamics, etc. But you don't like Piper? That is the book slash graphic novel for you. And it's fascinating. It's it's fun. It's really good. And there's been four issues so far. And I think the fifth issue is kind of like delayed. Because I was just reading up and I was expecting it to be in June. But it's not going to be until July. But yes, Beach Planet. It's great. What's your next one? It's a movie again. Gonna be Mad Max. Fury Road. <laughs> who loves this movie? Raise your hand. Everybody's hands have gone up because this is amazing. I have not seen it again, but I want to see it again. I don't even know what to say about this movie that the whole internet hasn't said better 500 times. It's so great. It's just like critical takedown of the patriarchy with a nice environmental knife in the gut. It's such a good movie. I really, I really want to watch it again. I remember I when the trailer, the first like teaser trailer dropped, and I was like, oh god, another explodey dude bro movie. Zach was here when I watched it, and he was like, that looks great! And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess we can go see it. I was just like, and I walked in expecting, you know, I expected, a, what What did I expect? I expected a movie where the dude is like super heroic and gets a lady prize and things explode. That is not what this movie is. This marketing team was a genius. <laughs> I'm so impressed with them. Whoever did this marketing should get an award 
congratulations <laughs> for your service to, to the population <laughs> of the earth oh that's great yeah that's a great movie did you read up about the um, the comic book they did i read about Frozen. the comic book i won't ever read the comic book Holy no, ever. i know i know um anna mardol's takedown of that was epic i read another one we on have... tumblr i didn't read hers i read something else on tumblr all oh, right i read hers on shakespeare and then she reposted on the mary sue if i'm not mistaken and also, what were the fuck were they thinking? It's just, from the looks of it, it's just such a completely different uh, thing from the movie. It's like completely separation of the story that we see in the movie and then the story that we, we bridge in the comic. You need rape for realism. Yeah. <laughs> That's a vomiting noise, people, that I just did. <laughs> I think they got it. <laughs> just in case they didn't just in case you didn't realize Anna just vomited in her mouth a little because yes. this comic was gross it looked terrible yes it's really sad so anyway it been so great. yeah but the movie read, was excellent yeah yes don't read the comic watch the movie There's five times piece. at least yeah yeah exactly. okay Anna, your turn so my turn the next one's a podcast which i learned about via the list that we got but i also heard about it through galactic suburbia and then when we got our list i said oh yes that podcast i need to check it out and i have become addicted to it so i've been listening non-stop it's rachel and miles explain the x-men and it's basically a couple rachel and miles and uh they sit down and they talk about everything x-men from the first issue and it's a great show for those who know the x-men it's a great show for those who don't know anything about the X-Men. And it's a great show for those who know a few things about the X-Men. Basically, it's a show for everybody, as long as you are interested in the X-Men. So the X-Men is was my first contact with geekery. Uh, when I was 16, I was at school, I was bored. I saw one of my colleagues uh, reading a comic and I said, what is that? And then he handed me over. And then I loved it, and he brought me boxes and boxes of X-Men comics. And I think I read everything from issue number one, because when listening to this podcast, when them talking about all the issues of X-Men, I remembered all the storylines that they were talking about. I, I had actually images in my head. I, I hadn't realized that I had read that extensively. But apparently I did. Go me. Anyway, he so, brought you boxes and boxes. How did you not think you were I reading know. extensively? Well, I... because it, it's been going on since the sixties, right? So yeah, I I didn't I didn't know anything about comics. But even as I was reading X Men back then, I just thought it was this thing. Anyway, now I know better, obviously. Uh, but the podcast is entertaining, super entertaining. Actually, it's hilarious. They. They obviously love the material, but they are also critical of it. And that makes it even better. I kind of like have a crush on them. <laughs> and I and I wish they would like Rachel and Miles, uh, uh give me a yeah, call. Please can I can I move into your house because it's, it sounds as though you are super fun. Oh wow, this <laughs> made me just made me just got real serious. Yes. So, Fangirl Happy I, Hour, I, where we propose polyamory to other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. 
It's yeah, it's great. I highly recommend that if you have any interest in the X Men at all. If you ever watched only the movie, it's also interesting because they compare the movies with the comics. How did they change? And it just makes me want to read everything again. And I actually rewatched one of the movies this weekend, X Men First Class, with a different view after listening to certain things that they said. And it's like, yes, Professor Professor X is a creep. You are absolutely right. <laughs> How did I not realize that before? <laughs> anyway, yes, but Michael Fassbender also has a scale just for himself. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, let's stop here. Move on. <laughs> What's your next recommendation? <laughs> My third thing is a comic. Uh, uh, maybe you're not going to be surprised by this at all, but Lumberjanes by Noel Stevenson, Grace Ellis, and Brooke A. Allen is amazing. <laughs> I love this comic so much. I recommended it to, like, Perfect Strangers. <laughs> this is how much I love this comic. Not on the internet. I'm talking about offline. Like, and people are like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And I'm like, here, read this. <laughs> like, with no prompting whatsoever. I love this comic so much. It's so cute. It's got all the stuff I love about, like, have adventures with friends. I love, like, team fic. I love that trope of building out like a really tight-knit group of friends who go on adventures together this is a like the first volume is great but i've read up to like i've read up to the most recent issue and it's so perfect although now noelle stevenson is leaving she's leaving i know right what is she doing she's going to write runaways for marvel oh, yeah that's true and did you see that nimona got picked up to become a movie? Yeah, I did. It looks yes! awesome. Yes! Yeah, okay, right. Okay, sorry. Interrupting you. I've been reading Lumberjanes issue to issue because um, I, at my comic shop, apparently, they don't even put them on the shelf. They just order me one. <laughs> so I, don't, I just don't live in an area that appreciates good comics, apparently. God damn this you, Arkansas. <laughs> I really hope it keeps going as long as I have stories to tell. The current arc is great and pretty gay. <laughs> I'm real excited about it. So I think if you like like cute like if you like cute art and comics about friendship, you will definitely like Lumberjanes. I know that uh, we've been here before and we've read Lumberjanes probably before, but I just want to reiterate that it's fantastic and you should go read it immediately. I, I don't even I think this should be an option. I just think everybody should just go do it. Yes, and also read Nimona because it's also pretty awesome. Yes, I read Nimona and it was cute. Yeah, and that's my next recommendation. Oh, how nice. <laughs> how convenient. Go on. <laughs> so, Nimona is, uh, was a webcomic to start with, and now, and then was picked up by uh, Little Brown, I think. Wasn't it Harper Why does oh, this yes, matter? Yes, happening. Yes, no, it does. <laughs> anyway, so Nimona, Noelle Stevenson's comic, it's, it's brilliant. It's about Nimona, a supervillain. Uh, and she's a sidekick, actually, to a supervillain. And it's kind of like a fantasy world, historical, but there is science fiction in the middle. And Nimona is... She, she's going to work for this supervillain. And she she just has the most outrageous plans. And the supervillain is actually not really a supervillain. He's actually kind of like a good guy. and he But the, he has these plans, like, I'm going to kidnap... So and so, and Nimona goes, I'm gonna kidnap so and so, and I'm gonna kill him. It's really 
funny and it's charming, but it has like a kind of a darkness underneath it all. As you read it, you you understand better these characters and you see that there are truths to them. And it was one of my favorite books so far. It is one of my favorite books so far this year. Actually, I gave it a 10 uh, on the book Smuggers and I don't usually do that. It's a very rare book that gets a 10 from us. But this book I felt was so perfect and it ended so perfectly as well. So yeah, Nimona. I don't know if anybody's going to be surprised. No, nobody's going to be surprised. So Nemesis Games, the fifth novel and James S.A. Corey's Expanse series came out the first of June. You might have heard me screaming about it because it was like, bury me with this novel. Just because it was like, it was like it was written directly for me. Like these dudes went, what are all Renee's favorite things? And they were like, hmm, found families, team fit, complicated backstories, feelings, friendship. And they were just like, okay, all these things in one book. Let's go. And they just delivered it to me like a gigantic six zillion page present. Uh, I love the series. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry about how much I love the series. Although I kind of missed, I kind of missed Miller though. Well, little did I know I was going to love that asshole. <laughs> okay. I really need to read those, don't I? Maybe. When I wrecked them, I no longer wrecked the first one. I, just, I know, like, yeah. I recommend Caliban's War first. And then I'm like, well, if you like Caliban's War, then maybe you could go back and read the other ones. But Leviathan Wake, because it's kind of like ladies that are dead and like really gross narrator. Sorry, Miller. You, you were much more interesting later. I really, I don't know. Maybe you would like them. It depends on how you feel about space opera. I feel like I'm often just alone, alone in my group of friends with my love of space <laughs> opera. It's like, I love this. And my friends are like, eh. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine, guys. I understand. <laughs> I walk away sadly. I'm not sure I know enough, or I have read enough space operas to make um to have an opinion on them. But it's definitely a space opera. It's not like a planetary romance, which I'm learning is a different thing than space opera. Now that I've continued to read a them, pl- a planetary romance yes. is that a thing? Yeah, like Jaron Ger- is a by Kate Elliott is a planetary romance. Okay. Somebody <laughs> gave me a good definition of this. I'm trying to absorb it. Coffee and ink, I think, and a comment on Lady Business One That's Upon a Time gave me like a good working definition of this. And I sort of used her jumping off point to like learn more about this difference. I mean, it doesn't matter to anybody else. It's a, it's a space adventure. Who cares? <laughs> I can't believe I have to wait another year. I can't believe I have to wait another year for another book. The end of this book made me go, holy shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, that's Wait. the worst cliffhanger you you dicks! That's the worst cliffhanger! I was so mad, but so happy at the same time. It was a lot of conflicting feelings I was having over this book. When is the TV show coming out, after all? December, because Sci-Fi was like, what can make Renee the most disappointed in 2015? <laughs> I know, let's put the show she's looking forward to the most out at the very end of the year. Thanks, Sci-Fi. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so... Okay. okay, what's next for you? Okay, my final recommendation. I'm torn because I had two things, but I'm going to go with just one of them. And the other thing I'm going to say for the, my last thing. Uh, I'm I'm cryptic like that. Anyway, so um, my last recommendation. So wait, you're going, ah! you're not going to cheat, but you're going to cheat. I, I see how this is. 
I'm not gonna cheat. I'm not gonna cheat. I'm not gonna... It's not cheating. It's just like a rearranging of things. That's some nice semantics. Good job. I'm it's impressed. Rearranging things. So okay. So my last recommendation is another graphic, another comic. It's uh, the Wicked plus the Divine by Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. So these two, they were the creators of Young Avengers, but I think the later. Yeah, later ones. We haven't got the that later yet. ones. Yeah, the the ones from the time 2013, if I'm not mistaken. And now they so they went from writing about teenage superheroes to write about teenage gods. The premise of this um, series is really interesting. It's basically every 90 years, if I'm not mistaken, on 80 years, gods reincarnate into the bodies of teenagers. And when these teenagers are activated as gods, because there there is one one goddess that never does that. She's in charge of going around trying to find where these gods are in which bodies, and then she activates them. And when they are activated, they become pop stars with all the power that they could master as gods. So you have gods from all sorts of mythologies as well. So Greek mythology, Roman mythology, Egyptian, Middle Eastern, everything. They become pop stars. They become pop stars. So the the Wicked, the Divine, highly recommended. Well, okay, my last thing is Uprooted by Naomi Novik. We were supposed to talk about this when we put it off until a later episode. So rest assured, we'll come back to this book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, as we are. But this was an amazing book. I love this book so much. I'm not actually surprised that I loved it. I've been reading her writing since 2005. Yeah, her fanfic. She's been writing a long time. I've been reading her work a long time. So I was not surprised that this book, like, I fell in love with this book because I love her writing. It just has this thing I can't describe when I talk to people. When I, I call it flow, but I don't know if that's a word that explains anything. Probably not. And this book has it in spades. Like, I read this book in like three hours. Uh, it's a, we, well, no. It's a massive novel. No, I read it in three hours. <laughs> I, I sat down and I read it in three hours. I was just like, I'm done. I'm reading this. Sorry, everything else I need to be doing. I'm reading this novel right now. Wow. I was going to, like, savor it. But then I read, like, the 20 pages. And I read 10 more pages. And then I read 10 more pages. And I was just like... The last I must time I go it, on. Last time I picked it up, I'm like, I'm not putting this book down. It's great. And I just kept going. And I was just like, sorry. Sorry, brain. Because, I mean, I put it off for a while because I was really nervous. You know how I do this. Yeah. I get nervous about books I'm really excited about because I'm afraid I won't love them. But, no, this novel totally delivered. So those Next are my things. Is. I don't... Those are my things. So I think we're done with our things. Yeah, we liked a lot of stuff. That was pretty... Yeah. Although I cannot promise you I will watch Mad Men. <laughs> Although I might consider it if you read The Expanse. Ah, 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 Bribery! Ah. I, have, no, you have, I have so many things that I wanted to read and watch, and I'm not sure that I would exchange The Expanse for Mad Men. Oh, God! You would find something else. Okay. Yeah. Well, like so, Lost? Possibly. Which I have not seen. You'll think about it. You'll think about it. Well, okay. So moving on to our next thing, we decided to talk about the books we're looking forward to in the second half of 2015. There are, or movies, or TV, anything, really. I did books because I'm bad with television. Uh, I have a couple of TV shows. But Anna loves TV, so you might get a couple of wrecks. 
So why don't you go first here as well? Okay, so I'm going to start with a graphic novel comic. It's called Monstrous by Marjorie Liu and Sana Takeda. And it's it's supposed to be coming from Image Comics. And Marjorie Liu is uh, someone who writes X-Men. But I knew her from the romance community because she writes romance novels. Mm. And she writes urban fantasy as well. And her, her romance novels are fantastic. So this comic, we haven't heard a lot about it. Her last post on it was from January. Uh, the date of release on Goodreads was June. It's not out yet. I don't know what's going on, but I really want to read this. But I have no idea where this is. So when is it coming out? Where? When? Where? Oh, give it to me! <laughs> so this is the one that I'm paying, like, I keep I keep refreshing. Can you just email her? Um, well, possibly. I guess I could even tweet at her because I think she follows me. Well, Anna... <laughs> I know, Anna, I'm sorry. What, <laughs> really, you have this platform. Everybody knows who you are. In fact, I was like, the other day, I was like, well, I did this thing with Anna from the Booksmongers. You may have heard of them. They're like, yeah, I've heard of them. I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry. Jeez. It was like they were offended on your behalf. <laughs> I thought that they, didn't, that they didn't know who you were. So, yeah, you can you can contact me. Like, okay, hey, when's this I coming actually, out? Yeah, I'll do that. So maybe I'll update you all on this next time. Well, my um, first thing is a book, Cold Iron by Stina Light. It's book number one of the Malorum Gates. Oh, I've never read Stina Light. I've never read any of her other books, which I can't think of the titles to right now. But they look, sounded like historical fiction. But this one just sounds like straight epic fantasy. It has uh, a boy and a girl as the main characters. It looks pretty fascinating. So I'm going to give it a shot. Although, you know, it's an epic fantasy. Oh, me and epic fantasy. I've already tapped out of two epic fantasies this year. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Kitlin, I'm so sorry. Your book is so large. And scary. And long. So, okay, your turn. Okay, so my next one is a YA novel. And it's coming out in October. It's called The Madness So Discreet by Mindy McGinnis. And it's apparently it is guess what a historical fiction oh god <laughs> fantasy <laughs> i love them sorry <laughs> and it's set um i think in boston and the main character is diagnosed as hysterical and crazy the the first line of the blurb Already makes me want to read it. It says, She keeps it locked away, along with her voice, trapped deep inside a brilliant mind that cannot forget horrific family secrets. Those secrets, along with the bulge in her belly, land her in a Boston insane asylum. And when she's there, she partners up with a criminal psychologist, and then they work together together to solve crimes from inside the asylum and it just sounds so good and um like magic this sounds like it has a high risk of magical pregnancy which makes me super dubious well i don't know i don't know um it's it's um it's a historical thriller and and this author she wrote not a drop to drink which i have on good authority that it was brilliant so i want to give it a try i'm I'm very curious good luck Okay, thank you. <laughs> What's your next one? 
you're going to be really surprised, probably, because it's uh. a time travel book. Whoa! So Tom Salvatore about Wesley Chu comes out well, in July. I've been excited really about this novel since I heard about it. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's time travel. What am I doing? What's happening? I know. Listen, I met uh, Wesley Chu uh, last year at Worldcon. I think he had just been announced this book, and and he was just telling me about it, and I f- I could feel the drool coming out of my mouth. And I was like, <laughs> I did this book so much. Please give it to me. Yeah, I cannot wait to read it. My next one is another YA novel, and it's uh, The Scorpion Rules by Erin Ball. And it's out in October as well. And Erin is one of my favorite writers. And I think she's very underread. Um, one of her books, Sorrows Not, was one of my top 10 books from, from that year. And she has beautiful writing and amazing female characters, really beautiful romance. But this one, uh, and like she writes gentle fantasies. This is Whenever I think of her stories, even though there is a, like there is there's some darkness to it, I feel like they are very gentle. So anyway, so her, this new book though is kind of like looks like it's going to be a little bit dark, and it's set in, in a futuristic world where families fight for power, and they do that by taking hostages to keep peace. These two teenagers, they grow up knowing because they are from such important families, they know that they will become hostages at one point. So this is the basic premise of this. And because it's Erin Bow, I just know it's going to be awesome or I hope it's going to be awesome. So really looking forward to that one. What's the next one? Uh, the Dinosaur Lords by Victor Milan. Oh, yeah. Listen, I know this sounds like pure dude bro medieval fantasy, but I don't care. Because it's fantasy with dinosaurs. So I'm sure I'm going to go into it and be utterly disappointed no, be- by the female characters. Because, you know, medieval setting. So. Doesn't, that, doesn't that book has a cover with a dude yes, the riding dude- a, a dinosaur? Yes. There's a, the cover is a dude riding a dinosaur. So I don't know why nobody thought of this idea bef- like yet, but I'm really glad Victor Milan did it so I could read it. We'll see how it goes. I'm super excited about it. Excellent. Uh, my next one is Silver on the Road uh, by Laura N. Gilman. Uh, I keep meaning to read this author and she has tons of books out. And every time I go to a bookstore, I can never find the first one in her. I think she has two different series and I can never find the first one, either of them. But now this one is coming out. It's the new, I think it's the start of a new series. And it's kind of like old Western, but fantasy. And it, the main character is the girl who makes a deal with the devil. Except the devil is not evil. He's just a business person. So I'm really curious about that one. I, lo- I love devil stories. Dot in October as well. Silver on the road. Next. The End of All Things by John Scalzi. Okay. So The Human Division came out. And then I was afraid to read it. <laughs> so I basically reread the series, the other books, but then I stopped at the Human Division. So technically, now that I have the End of All Things, I'm going to read it, the Human Division and the End of All Things together, like as one as one big book. I'm really excited about this. I, like I feel really terrible because I have like I met him when the Human Division came out. He was great and super nice, but I didn't read his book because I was afraid. I was super afraid. I don't know where this comes from. I'm so weird. So it's Omen's War, book number six, I think. 
Oh, wow. And it, uh, yeah. I had no idea. Was this, wow. Yeah, it's already, the series is getting really long, and apparently it's going to wrap more. Thank you, Tor. <laughs> uh, also, Tor, please let him, Tor, come here, okay? <laughs> Don't let me down. <laughs> three places he could come, and it would be fine. You have three options. <laughs> please. Did you, did you contact your local bookstore? It was too late, I think, at that point. Uh, so, it's okay. Oh, yeah. I'll survive okay. if not. Okay. I'm sure I'll just I'll find somebody to send him a creepy letter on my behalf. Well, he does have like a gazillion books coming out in the next ten years, so he'll have multiple chances of contacting your bookstore. That's true. Just start anyway. harassing my indie bookstore. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! This author, invite him to your bookstore. Come on, you can do it. You have ten years to get this done. <laughs> More than that. Years. More than that. It's gonna be like. He's 13 books, right? In 10 years or something like that. Like, it's a lot of books. And he's yeah. not going to stop after those 13, I no. assume. So everybody knows my feelings about John Scalzi. It's fair. Moving on. You can go, go next. The previous recommendation, uh, I said that I love stories with the devil. So the next one is actually a TV show that's going to air on Fox. And I think it's at the end of 2015, possibly beginning of 2016. It's Lucifer. And it's based on uh, New Gaiman's um, character, which started on The Sandman and then had a run with his own comic. And the trailer is delightful. I love the guy who plays Lucifer. And Lucifer is kind of like he quits hell. He's like, eh, I cannot do this anymore. And he becomes like a piano player in bars in Los Angeles, I think. I love the sense of humor that he has. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to this TV show to start. Anyway, yours next. So the two is, I'm just combining them because we've talked about them eight thousand times now, but Court of Fives by oh, yeah. Kate Elliott, which is her first YA book, and then The Black Wolves, which is the start of a new epic fantasy series. Uh these are both coming out. I think Quarter Fives comes out in August or September, and the Black Wolves comes out in November. I can't. I don't know. Dates are so weird. People keep moving crap around. Publishers, I have. I make plans based on these dates. <laughs> Help me out here. Uh, so I'm I really. I mean, it's Kate Elliott. I'm really excited. Who's not excited? I. I You're am not excited. Very excited. Yes. No. I cannot wait to read both these books. Yes. I'm also very excited about my next one. It's uh, the next comic in the Avatar The Last Airbender series. Uh, so if you watched Avatar, the TV show, they have comics now. And, and this one is the fourth one, I think, following up um, what happened in the series. And they are brilliant. They fo- they have the same tone and, and they just have the same beautiful characterizations that the TV show had. And it's all now to uh, Jean Gwen Yang who writes them. So the next one is called Smoke and Shadows. The first, uh, it's often they are released in, in three issues and then they collect them at the end of the year. So the first issue of Smoke and Shadows comes out in September 23rd. And all I know about it is that Zuko is in Pierrot. So, you know. Oh no. Yes. So you're so, definitely invested. Yes. So, you know, it's a Zuko comic. I'm so there. Well, Can next, uh, Sorcerer to the Crown by Zen Cho. Everybody's actually really excited about this book. I hear like, yes. people talking about it constantly. Yes, I think it's because uh, her short fiction is so good. Have you read any of her no, short No, I haven't read any of her fiction. So she has uh, the perilous life of 
Jen Yeo, I think that's the name. It's it's like it's a regency fantasy, and it's it's really nice. It's it's delightful, and she has a collection called Spirits Aboard, and I read some of the stories, and they're really good as well. So I'm really looking forward to Sorcerers to the Crown too. Uh, my next one is another TV show. I'm not sure how do you what do you feel about this one, Renee? Are you gonna be watching Supergirl at all? Maybe. Yeah, so Supergirl is gonna be airing the CW on October twenty sixth. It starts. TV is hard. I just don't have I don't have cable. I don't have access to it. And then my schedule is such as is such that even if they stream it online for you to watch, I always inevitably miss it. Um, when it's available right. for free, so it's just really complex. It's really hard. TV's hard for me unless it's on Netflix. Anyway, yeah. So Supergirl, I'm looking forward to that one. I love. I wasn't, and then I watched the trailer, and the Which trailer great. was super great. Right. What, what's the next one for you? So the Kickstarter. We have, we have a lot of recommendations. We people. do. Uh, we're gonna we be here for the next 16 years. Just settle in, guys. <laughs> get, a, get a pause. Get a drink. Come back. A blanket. Just so you know that every single book that was on Renee's list were on mine to start with. So <laughs> we had like, to you had to redo it. I don't know I why. Know. I would have taken some stuff off. No, but it's like more books. It's great because then yes, I want to read everything in yours and everything in mine, and I, there is no time. <laughs> <laughs> so the Kickstarter funded earlier this year in like three days or something, but the Labyrinth of Flame. The last book in Courtney Schaefer's Shattered Sigil tr- Trilogy. It's supposed to come out in September, and I really wish it was September right now, because I really want this book so bad. The the thing, the thing about this book is that the first... I read the book, the first book, The Wildfire Crossing, and I, like, like I did, was not kind of this book when I reviewed it. And I just, like, I got mad at it. I'm like, you, were, you did this so great, but this was wrong, and why? <laughs> I had a lot of emotions. And I let it go. I posted my review, and I let it go. And then I realized that it had sneak attacked me, and I actually loved it. And then I got sucked into the series. So it's like, and it's not the type of series that I like. It's super dark. There's like dark blood magic and misery. And I'm just like, why do I like this series? What has Courtney G ever done to me? She's like That's a wizard. so interesting. Because every time I read your reviews, and and it sounds so dark, and I'm like, this doesn't sound like something that Renee no, would love. No, right? Exactly. <laughs> and what happened? What? spell did she cast on me with her first book so yeah it's coming out in september i'm really excited about it uh my next one is another ya novel and it's another historical ya novel uh, it's uh... <laughs> this is gonna be a trend isn't it yes it's the hired girl by laura amy schlitz and it's based it's interesting because uh it's about a hired girl who then wants to live and have a better life and a better future and it's based on the author's grandmother's journal it's her journey from a farm to the city life and it's an exploration of feminism and i i love laura m amy schitt's novels they are so beautiful um so brilliant so i'm really looking forward to that one too and next one renee updraft by friend wild everybody's been discussing this and i heard a lot of positive comments from people who read like i guess early copies it's about uh people who live like in up like in the sky in like bone cities or something <laughs> that sounds really interesting the cover looks really great too i'm I, really shallow 
You know, well, speaking of shallow, my next my next speak takes the cake for shallowness. Oh no! I I know absolutely nothing about this book apart from the fact that I love the cover and I like the title. It's called The Traitor Baru Komorant by Seth Dickinson. I've heard things about that book. I've I heard things about that book. I didn't even look it up. I just want it because that title, The Traitor Baru Komorant, I it's just. It sounds so amazing, right? Well, we'll see. I've, when I say yeah. I've heard things, I mean I've heard not good things. Oh, really? I've about only... like the gender of the main character and how like the the class, like the race issues have. Oh no, Renee! I only how? What, I'm sorry, you... I just ruined your day. You just ruined everything. I only read, heard really good things about it. So that's so interesting. So I'm really curious to see what you think once you get through it. Because I'm not going to read it until you tell me it's okay. Oh, <laughs> Moving on to my next one, Lightless by C.A. Higgins. The blurb describes it as like a locked spaceship. So basically it's a, like a locked room mystery. So oh. you're trapped in a, like they're, they're trapped on a spaceship and they have to solve a mystery. Uh, it's in space on a spaceship. Uh, I was in from that moment. <laughs> so easy. Space mystery. Okay, I'll sign me up. Here I am. <laughs> and that's really it. That's it. Okay, my next one is another historical fantasy. <laughs> but this okay. one everything, based everything I have is space opera. Yes. <laughs> we have a theme going on here. So the next one is Serpentine by Cindy Pond and historical fantasy based on Chinese myths. And apparently the main character is a girl who needs to find her own destiny. She doesn't know exactly what she is or who she is, uh, you know, the usual YA thing. Serpentine. I want to read this book. It comes highly recommended. So, so Tor's doing a novella thing, right? Where they publish these novellas. So they released a cover for Binti by Nettie Okorafor. And yeah. they had me at this cover. I'm super shallow. And I looked at this cover. I'm like, I don't even care what the hell that's about. I'm reading it. I really want to read that novella as well. So my next one is uh vengeance road by erin oh, bowman I love that one the cover for that one is so great it's so great right it's white west i uh, know it's another historical fantasy eh? and um she disguises herself as a boy and you no know, she looks for answers and justice so i'm looking forward to it I, I've, I've heard good things about it as well Starts in September. There's everything's out in September. September is awful. Like it's like it's, this. It's, I don't understand this. Publishers. Everybody goes back to school. What are you yeah, doing? It's it's like September is the it's the month of doom for publishing. It's, it's the biggest publishing month. Yeah. And then nothing happens in November, December. It's like. Well, it's, it's not good places to... to release books, really, is it? I mean, I guess it, it, like it's if it's somebody who's like a larger name, it might be okay. I don't know. I'm not a publisher, but mm-hmm. like I feel like that books that get released then like kind of miss out on all the best end like end of year lists. Of course, the books I would like miss out on those anyway because nobody when they make their list, they're like, let's list 18 zillion dudes and <laughs> nobody else. <laughs> not that I'm bitter. Okay, moving on. Next book. <laughs> uh, I was sold on this because Margot Lennigan is an author. Uh, Zeros by Scott Westerfeld, Margot Lanigan, and Deborah Biancotti. It's like teenage superheroes. But yeah, so I'm really... Put him and Margot Lanigan on the book together. I'm not familiar with Deborah, Deborah Biancotti, so I don't know. I know, right? But I'm really excited about this book. Cause, I mm. actually... I am holding a copy of the ERC right now. What? What? Oh my... <laughs> <sighs> I can't... 
I'm having emotions. <laughs> he landed on my desk last week. <laughs> I so... can't believe this. this is the worst. <laughs> oh my god, it's out in September as well. Oh, I know. No, everything is out in September. I bet There's the next no book did the book, next book you mentioned is going to be out in September. It is, actually. It yep. is out in September. September 1st. It's Shadow Behind Stars by Rebecca Hahn. And it's about the three sisters, the fates, from Greek mythology. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I, have, a, I, have, a, I have a death, like, deficit now. <laughs> Greek yeah, mythology. but they, ha- they, ha- they, they live separate because they cannot live together because otherwise bad things happen. And there is this one girl the youngest one that comes becomes entangled with another girl so i don't know what the extent of that relationship what kind of relationship it is but it's just it's just I, i'm gonna read it because i loved her other books so much and i'm really curious about this and i love greek mythology so i'm actually reading percy jackson right now it's actually really fun what can i say okay oh <laughs> i'm gonna move on like you didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. I saw this on your site. I think they posted about it, right? Yeah, it's an amazing cover, right? No, right. It's so pretty. Yeah. Okay, so when I read the blurb, it said Game of Thrones meets Ocean's Eleven. No matter how I feel about this, everything is like Game of Thrones these days. Oh my god, guys, come up with a better, really. This is not <laughs> creative. It was the Ocean's Eleven part that caught me, not the Game of Thrones part. Ocean's okay. Eleven was great team pick. I love some team pick. So this sounds great. And it, like it goes through all the characters in the blurb. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. I've never read this author before. Actually, a lot of these authors are new to me. <laughs> On my list, I've never, like, I'm just so underread. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't tell you whether these authors are good because I've never read them before. It's a mystery to everybody. So, uh, Leigh Bordugo, she had a series. I think there was historical fantasy oh, God. in Russia. <laughs> That's why I didn't read it. Because it was historical fantasy. Guys, I'm yeah. not gonna I get it. History is great. But unless you write a nonfiction book, I'm not going to read it, probably. I mean, it's fine. You don't have to, nobody, has to, nobody has to cater to it my was, interests. It, it wasn't bad. It was okay. I liked it. Uh, my next one is a Patrick Ness novel. I am a fan. Uh, I've read, uh, interestingly... I haven't read his most famous um, series, um, The Chaos. Chaos Walking. No. I read the first one yeah. and half of the second one. So don't feel yeah, bad. I haven't read those, but I had his other I'm novels. super curious how that would hold up now. So his new book is called The Rest of Us Just Live Here. And it's about a boy who is not special in any way. And the premise is, what if you aren't the chosen one? So it's just about someone who tries to find something extraordinary in their ordinary life. Next. Radiance by Catherine M. Valenti. The blurb on Goodreads, I think, like, I feel like it spoils the book. I really hope it doesn't. But it's the first part. Deco punk pulp SF alt history space opera mystery set in Hollywood. Amazing. And I was just like, that's, def- <laughs> that's, def- that's definitely Valenti. <laughs> I'm definitely putting this in my face. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> right, exactly. I have. I think I actually have it pre-ordered. I think I have an ARC. Oh, God, stop telling Oh, now I don't feel bad about being like, hey, that book you're looking forward to got negative reviews from people. I do no, lo- no longer feel guilty at all. <laughs> Revenge. Oh, good. Uh, Next. Uh, the Accident Season 
Uh, by Moira Fowley Doyle, and it's it sounds really fascinating. Okay, so it's a it's a it's it's a family that's under a curse, in which every October terrible things happen to their families. So they know that October is ac the accident season, but because they know in advance, you know they become paranoid and they be and there is like obsession and fear. Are they really cursed, or is this a self fulfilling prophecy? because they are so paranoid and so fearful. Oh. So, yeah, I know. It sounds really, really, really great. And uh, I cannot wait to read that. Next. We're both excited we are nearly, about this one. We are nearly there, people. No, we're not. We're going to be here seven more years. <laughs> <laughs> we're both excited about the next one on my list. I know. Ancillary Mercy comes out in October. Yes. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited because I loved Ancillary Sword uh, more than I liked Ancillary Justice. I see. I think I liked Osiri just a little bit more. It's fine. You can be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> I like how you put it. Yeah. So we are both really looking forward to that one. Like I keep sending Ellen uh, like mental vibes to send me an arc. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but I feel like if I just keep aiming like arc, arc, arc at Ellen, I will eventually get it in my email. I wonder if, if they will have art. I don't know, so. because they. I got one for Ancillary Sword, which then I tried to review and had too many emotions and <laughs> couldn't write anything. Like, I wrote 200 words, and it was just all, this is the greatest, and then I gave up. So, uh, But I did do a lot of, like, canceling of that book to people. Next. It's a Cat Winters novel. It's called The Uninvited. It's a horror story. It's set during the great influenza of 1918. Yes, it's another fantasy. Yeah. It's out in August. I read Cat Winter's previous novel last year called The Dreaming and I thought it was fabulously feminist. So I really want to read this one to see how it compares. And This one is gothic ghost story meets psychological thriller. I might save it for Halloween, actually. Next. The Paper Menagerie and Other Stories by Ken Liu. Okay, Ken Liu is one of my favorite short fiction authors. I'm really sorry about his novel. It's super scary and long. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got that kind of time, Ken Liu? What the hell? <laughs> Apparently plenty of people who read it. 640 pages, I oh, think. That's yeah. a lot of fantasy to read. That's epic. <laughs> So yeah, um, this is a collection of his some of his short fiction. I actually don't know if it's like new stuff plus old stuff or just old stuff. Whatever it is, I'm going to read it because I love his short fiction a whole lot. Okay, my next one. I already mentioned it before. It's uh, it's Beach Planet uh, number five. So the next issue is coming out in July 29th, a whole month for it to come out. But I really want to know what happens next because um, things were getting quite heated at the end of issue four. Yeah. Yep. Well, I only have one more, and I don't actually know the date for it. it doesn't How do you mean you have one more? I have, I have four more. Well, you're just going to have to continue. I only have one more. <laughs> I'm real sorry. I can make some up. I can complain about some stuff. We can do that. <laughs> or we can spare our listeners. <laughs> I could just talk about one more. <laughs> or you could choose, yes. Planetfall by Emma Newman. And I don't know where I, don't know where I heard of this, but it's another book where I saw the cover. And went, that looks cool. And then added it, added it to my to read list without even like reading <laughs> what it was about. On the plus side, the premise does sound pretty cool. Uh, because it's like a person on uh, a planet 
for an, an expedition by herself, and then somebody shows up, and it's secrets, and it sounds great. I don't know yeah. when it comes out, though, because it like just says 2015. So knowing my luck, it's going to be pushed <laughs> to 2016 and then only come out in the UK because <laughs> the world hates me. All right. So my next one, I'm going to talk about two more because okay. I, I want to. Fine, <laughs> so one, so the, the next one is the, is the next uh, entry in Max Gladstone's craft sequence series, uh, Last First Snow. comes out in July 14, so only two weeks to go. And it features one of my favorite characters in the series, Elaine Kvarian, and she's like a magician. And this series is so good, Renee. I would have. Have you ever tried to read this? Yes. Oh no. I'm not talking about it in public because people will come after me. <laughs> okay, right. So I'm not. I'm not gonna because I love this series so much. I don't want to talk about it. So okay, <laughs> moving on. Ah. <laughs> so the next one is a TV show. This is gonna be my final thing that I'm looking forward to it. I didn't know I was looking forward to it. I would have sworn to you I was not looking forward to it what? until a few weeks ago. And it's like, all of a sudden, I want to watch this so much because I saw the trailer and the trailer featured one of my favorite characters and it's Heroes Reborn. What? <laughs> what is happening? Why are you doing this to yourself? I loved the first season of this No, the so first much. season of Heroes was great. It was so and good. Then and then they just fucked so it bad. up. It was so bad. Do you remember? Were you following the book smuggers back then? Because no, I, used... I don't. No, I wasn't following you back then. But I remember I was following the show like week to week illegally. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say that now because they, I don't feel bad because they took it. They took this great thing and they fucked it up. I don't understand. It was terrible. I used to make recaps on the book smugglers with like with frame by frame, and, I, and my recaps were like hilarious, if I may say so myself. Anyway, so it was so bad, so bad. But then, and I was like, I'm done with the show. I ain't never gonna watch this shit. And then I saw the trailer. Have you seen the trailer? Yes, from I've seen, yes I've seen it. I know what happens. Do we want to spoil it? I mean, really? Yes. Hiro Nakamura is back, Renee! <sighs> I just have... There's just too many conflicted feelings here. I'm gonna need a lot of good reviews to, sh to watch the show again. They bro <laughs> Like, they betrayed my trust. With What the hell was that season two, guys? With Heroes? What the, hap what the hell happened? Were you on drugs? What the hell? Yes, they were on drugs. The only explanation possible. <sighs> well, if I hear you screeching in horror, I'll be like, I told you. Yes. <laughs> On the other hand, if it's really good, I'll let you know. <laughs> be like, you judge me for unfairly. You now have to watch it. That's your punishment. Yes. Maybe we should watch it for the podcast. Oh, Look, God. Oh. The first episode. Let's oh. watch it. The first episode is out until September 24th. Oh, uh, guys, it's been nice knowing you. Fangirl Happy Hour will now be retired as of June. 30th, 2015. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, heroes, you destroyed everything in your path. <laughs> okay, so we should... <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. I think we are done with this segment. We're done. Let's move on. We're going to go talk about uh, our hello. favorite things. Hello, listeners. Are you still there? <laughs> Have you left us? Please come back. No, it's the, no. we've been here for a zillion years. They're no longer here. We're just talking to ourselves now. So this is a great time to talk about the things we like the most this year. 
you go first. Let's start with a book. What's your favorite book so far? My favorite book so far this year is Care and Memory by Elizabeth Bear. Oh! Yeah. I love this book. I, I think about the book that's made me the happiest without like a bunch of angst and that I just really enjoyed reading. And that's that's it. That's the book that's was the okay. best for me. I mean, I'm obviously everybody was like, it's not Nemesis Games. What's happening? But no, actually, surprisingly, it's Care and Memory. Uh, not that Nemesis Games isn't up there, but I think that Care and Memory gives me more of what I want from romantic relationships. Okay. I don't like the romantic relationship in the expanse. Uh, in fact, if Holden okay. just falls into a black hole, I will not complain. <laughs> oh, FYI. <laughs> Maybe that could happen. Okay. Moving on. You go first. You go next. Okay. So my book, um, I was actually really torn about this one because I was going to go with Uprooted. Exactly for the reason that you said. It was the book that made me happiest. But then last night, what? I read this book what? called Archivist Wasp by Nicole Cornher Stace, and it blew my mind away. I've heard about this book. Where did I hear about this book? Before you mentioned it, but I've heard about it elsewhere. I don't know. I was... think a lot of people were talking about it last week, which is how I, I had it on my radar. And then I, I think it was Amal Motar who was talking about it with a lot of other people. They were really recommending it. And I said, I really want to read this now. So I put everything aside and I read it yesterday in one go. And it's set in the future. Uh, we don't know what happened but it's well in the future. And this woman, she's an archivist and every archivist, they are the only people who can capture ghosts. It's their duty to society to go and capture ghosts, study them and then set, send them on their way. And the reason why they want to study the ghosts is that because they want to interrogate them because they want to know how the world ended. But the ghosts don't talk back. The ghosts don't have memories. And so this ridiculousness of having an archivist every year having to fight for her place because you have upstarts who try to kill you every Congratulations, year. Congratulations, everybody. You no longer need to read this book. She's just going to explain the pulp plot to you here. No, it's just <laughs> that's, that's the basic premise of the book. I have told you nothing. Really? Uh, yeah. That's the basic premise of the novel. And Wasp then finds a ghost who can talk to her. And I'll leave it like that. It's fantastic. It kind of reminded me of Mad Max in the way that the female char characters relate to each other, especially in terms of what happens to them. It doesn't have any of the sexual thing that Mad Max has, but it does have... The control, the patriarchy element to it. But it's a beautiful novel. It's so amazing. It ended perfectly. I was so satisfied with it. What's our next Art? category? Uh, comics. Comics. Okay. You go first. Okay. So I'm really surprised that I'm I'm going with this one because I've loved so many comics this year. I loved Miss Marvel. I loved Captain Marvel. I loved Lumberjanes, Nimona, but, and Beach Planet and Wicked Divine. But man, I thought Thor, Goddess of Thunder was fucking awesome. Oh, wow. I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. I thought it was so fucking cool, right? Surprise I twist at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Did not expect that. Okay, well, that moved no. up my list immediately. I mean, yeah, I have I'm... it, but... 
Oh, Renee, I love this so much. I cannot even explain why, but I thought the new tour was everything I wanted, everything I hoped for. It was fun. It had this, like, it has ridiculous scenes with Thor becoming a detective to find out <laughs> who this new... It's just like, what is happening? It's so much fun. <laughs> I loved it. I loved that. Well, then Mod's just going to be a letdown. <laughs> It's so predictable. Yeah, Volume One. Is that what? What's yours, Miss Marvel? No, mine is actually Requiem's. Oh, wow. which I didn't expect, right? But like, when I sat down and thought about it, like, what like, if I had to choose like one favorite? What would it be? And it's just Requiem's. Is it just it just really stuck with me? I love the friendships. I love. Strangely enough, the fights are great. Yeah. Like, they're super, like, the art. Like, it's really the art that's really making that stick in my mind. It's so, especially for the, for the first volume, it's really good. And the story is so awesome. The second volume was, I think, a little weaker than the first. Um, because there's more, like, backstory. And this slows it down a bit. But it's still such a great, great universe. And I want, like, 16 more volumes. <laughs> have you read volume two yet? Yes, I have. It's really good. I oh, mean, should we talk about it? Because I still have to read it. You need to read it, it and then phone. we need to talk yeah. about it, because it's good. Okay, cool. Excellent. Okay. Great. Next category. So, movie is going to be... It was a... It was a... I was torn between Mad Max and Jupiter Ascending. Oh, God. Okay. So, which one did you choose? Mad Max. You chose Mad Max and I chose um, Jupiter Ascending. I like how we both debated <laughs> over the same movie. <laughs> We're so predictable. So, <laughs> so Mad Max Fury Road is my favorite movie of the year so far. It was great. It wasn't completely unexpected. I was not expecting to love it as much as I did. Furiosa is my um, patronus. So <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I really need to watch it again, actually. And so Jupiter Ascending for you then. Yep. Yep. I, I mean... <laughs> I get. I mean, I get what people like didn't really like it that much, but I still, even looking back, I was just like, that was so much fun. Like somebody made a comment on Tumblr. I don't. I don't remember who it was. Like, is this what men feel like at the movies all the time? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's how they feel all the time because it was just so great. And I mean, Men Next is good too. And I'll probably. I who knows what my end of year list will look like. <laughs> I don't think I don't even want to think about it. It makes my brain hurt having to choose. But yeah, I love Jupiter Ascending so great. I like, I just love, I love her character, like, and the fact that she has an angel werewolf boyfriend. So for the TV show, we are we are gonna recommend the same thing, right? It's, it's gonna be Agent Carter. It's gonna be Agent Carter. <laughs> <laughs> this is not this whole thing. It's like, well, I called that. If somebody put bets on this, they would, they would make a killing. We are super predictable. Yeah. Super projectful. Agent yeah. Carter was great. I'm so happy it's been renewed. She's delightful. Yeah. Did you follow her? You follow yeah, her follow her on Twitter. Twitter. She's so she's so great. Uh, I like the video that Chris Evans posted where he was in a kitchen and he she walks into the kitchen and he scares the shit out of her <laughs> and she turns around and flips him off and he puts a little Captain America shield over her hand. And I was like. <laughs> These two assholes are gonna kill me with how adorable they are. It's not cool. It's not cool, guys. Uh, She's yes. so great. I, re- so, yeah. I was talking to somebody else 
I was like, yeah, I'm going to end up nominating Agent Carter for um, Best Romantic Presentation Long Form, the whole series. Oh, yeah. They were like, but that's not science fiction. And I'm like... Well, what? I'm like, wait. I'm like, that's of course a, it is. Like, that's romance. And I'm like... What? What? And then, we, and then I had to leave the... I had to go away. <laughs> I couldn't even have that discussion. Because I was what, like, what, what show what did you romance? watch? What romance? There's no romance exactly, in that show. Exactly. It's because it's got a lady. So if it's got a lady in it, there's obviously a romance. Because ladies only care about romance, Anna. Come on. Oh. Give it the times. It's 2015. You should be aware of this now. Oh my god. Fuck everything. <laughs> <Super old. laughs> so, I don't yeah. know how you don't get science fiction from like some of Howard Stark's inventions. I know. I know, right? <laughs> what are you talking about, people? Okay. Okay, guys. That's fine. <laughs> so Agent Carter's great. I don't... Like, is it out on, like... Can you buy it now? Like, as a... Like a, like a set? Because everybody... Ooh, I have no idea. I don't know. But if it's available, everybody should go buy it if you haven't seen it yet. It's super great. Yeah. In fact, I think I want to rewatch it. All the way through. But Maybe I can't because I have to go watch Sense8 first. Oh, yes. Because I was actually really torn between Sense8 and Agent Carter. In the end, Agent Carter just, you know, is a little bit better. But Sense8 is amazing as well. We are going to talk about it in the next episode. <sighs> if I make it through. If I make it, make, make it through. We'll see. Oh, Renee, I think you're going to love it. We'll see. Let's not count our chickens before they pop I, out I would of like to. I would legs. like to make a bet, a bet on your favorite character right now. Okay. But I don't know. I think it might be Nomi. Nomi and Lito. I think they're going to be your two favorite characters. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. So I have a short fiction wreck for the whole year, but you don't, right? Yeah. No. So everybody has to be let down because Anna doesn't have a short fiction wreck for this year. I'm sorry, but can I, I recommend what I what I published? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you can go read all her stories. P.S. Disclaimer: If you buy any of her stories, and money goes into Anna's pockets. <laughs> just, just in case. Um. So my favorite story this year, my favorite piece of short fiction was "Cat Pictures Please" by Naomi Kritzer. It's about the AI um, that tries to fix people's lives and look and the, like looking at cat pictures. It's super cute and optimistic and. It's just everything I wanted a piece of short fiction because short fiction is really dark these days to me. Like I read it, I'm just sad. I'm just like, oh, I feel so depressed. No, that's fine. That that's the thing right now. People are dealing like writing about tough issues and complicated social problems, and that's great. Um, but for me, I just really like optimistic SF mostly, and this is definitely filling that bill. I think everybody should go read it. Cat pictures, please. I think it was published in Clark's World. Right? Maybe? You don't know. I think so, yeah. And I don't but, know. But I think you talked about it before, yeah. Yeah, so everybody go read it. It's super cute. Wow, we talked about a lot of stuff. I know. I have a lot of right. Like, you, nobody can be like, there's nothing to read. I can't. I don't have any right. Nobody can say you that. Have, you have no excuse. Because you have 8,000 things to read. Yeah. Because of us. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome for the, all the awesome things we just let you know about. Although, I'm sure everybody knows about half of them already. Because... Yes, probably. So that's probably it for us this week, right? Yep, I think so. We're done. We're done. So you'll find links to some of the many things we discussed today in our show notes at at com. You can email us at fangirlhappyhour.gmail.com. Find us at fangirlhappyhour on both Tumblr and Facebook. And chat with us on Twitter at fangirlpodcast. 
for both myself and Anna. Thanks for listening. See you next episode. Thank you.